This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Dips inside and hits. Oh, what a, what a goal! Right, that is from Ross Wallace. Chris Waddle, is he going to have a crack? Oh, he does, he scores! Anything Paul Gascoigne can do, Chris Waddle can do. One by Stephen Fletcher, back towards Adam Rich! listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Hello and welcome to the debate show. This is the show where we give you the chance to have your say on your club, uh, Sheffield Wednesday. If you want to get involved, uh, then make sure you press that request a talk button on the bottom left and we'll uh, and we'll bring you up and you can uh, talk about anything uh, that you want, uh, obviously Sheffield Wednesday related. If you're listening to the recording of this in podcast form uh, and you're wondering how you can get involved, then just follow us on Twitter at WTIDpod uh, and you'll get the chance to join us uh, every Wednesday evening. Um, no Liam this week. Uh, it's picked up. Uh, it's picked up a bit of an injury, so we've uh, we've had to draft in uh, draft in a, a replacement, which uh, you'll probably see him on the uh, in the list there. We've got uh, we've got Giles Coke with us, so uh, that's all uh, that's all good. Um, now there's a lot of things that we can uh, that we can talk about, and ultimately we t- ultimately we can talk about. I said anything that you that you like. So uh, come and have your say and. Um, and we can, you know, have a bit of a discussion around a few different things. We can talk about uh, Plymouth. Uh, obviously, at the weekend, the the four two win was that the best performance that you've seen so far this season? You know, who's impressed you the most? You know, what was different? Obviously, you've heard what we uh, what we think, but you know, have uh, have your say as well. Uh, we can also talk about uh, obviously the transfer rumours and also uh, the the one signing that we've made so far this season, Jordan Story, who signed on loan from Preston North End, the centre back. We can uh, we can talk about uh, talk about that. Uh, talk about Danny Bart, who we've narrowly missed out on. He's gone to Sunderland. Um, you know, we can also talk about the contract extensions. Alex Hunt, uh, obviously, he's uh, extended his contract and he's gone off to uh, Oldham. Uh, talk about Kieran Brennan. Even talk about the under-18s who've made it to the fifth round of the uh, the FA Youth Cup as well. Um, first of all, uh, here he is. Look, how are you, Giles? You all right? There we go. Here he is. How are you, mate? You all right? 
I'm all right, mate. You're all right. Yeah, I'm all uh, all good. If if people have got uh, a question for for Giles, then uh, you know you can by all means come up and uh, have your say. You can always tweet us as well if you don't want to come up and uh, and say peace. You know, last week there was someone that said, "Oh, I'm just putting kids to bed, so I can't I can't join you." But if you want to tweet us, you can you can do that as well, and we'll uh, we'll we'll read uh, we'll read them all out. Um, I mean, we'll we'll just you know briefly touch on on Plymouth. Obviously, I know we spoke about it at the weekend, but. Yeah, you know, watching the the highlights the other day, and we absolutely hammered them, didn't we, Giles? Yeah, it was a really good performance, and one that was uh, long overdue, right? We uh, we haven't obviously been playing very well over the last couple of weeks, so yeah, yeah, really good performance. Yeah, I mean, I think um, you know, we obviously like I said, we spoke about it. Nathaniel Mendes Lang. Um, I know everyone was upset about the fact that we'd not got Theo uh, Theo. Corbinu, uh, and he'd gone back to back to Wolves enough to out to uh, MK Dons, but you know I don't think we really need him if uh, if if Mendes Lang is going to do what he did at the weekend, is he? Yeah, well, I said it earlier, didn't I? I said that I didn't think we were going to miss him that much. Uh, yeah, he did okay for us, but I don't know if he really, you know, lit the lit the place completely on fire if you know what I mean um, yeah. yeah Mendes Lang's come in uh, and done really well he just needs to continue that now um, from now until the end of the season yeah uh, just before we go on I mean how's your day been today have you been training Giles no day off today <sighs> got it easy you guys had a few <laughs> so a few little uh, little errands my missus had me doing <laughs> one of them going to the tip Loads of boxes. So look at that. Even the professional footballer still has to do all those uh, mundane <laughs> tasks and, and what have you. You should have come to my house and took all my. I've got, we've got loads of shit in, in garage and what have you. you. Need to need to get it cleared out to get that um, get that studio all sorted. But uh, but you know that, we're a few months off that uh, off that. I think. Um, I mean, we've got um, Owls Analytics in in the room as well. Uh, I don't know if you can uh, if you can join us because we can talk about um, Jordan's story that's uh, that's signed from from Preston. Do you, do you know much about him, Giles? Um, I don't know much. Uh, obviously, he's he's been at Preston a little while. He's played quite a few Championship games. Um, so yeah, I think it's well if you're just going on on the club he's been at. Um, it, it looks like it could be a good signing with that experience um, he, he's had. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to seeing how he how he does. Yeah, I mean, if for those that are listening, if you uh, if you want to get involved, then press that request the talk button, uh, join us, and you know have your say. Like I said, we can talk about Jordan's story. We've just signed from Preston. Is that a good signing or not? Is that um, you know, is that what you were expecting, uh, or or was you more wanting the you know Danny Bart, who was obviously heavily rumoured that's obviously gone to uh, that's gone to Sunderland? I mean, just looking at, uh, at Jordan's story, I mean, obviously it sounds like he wasn't in Ryan Lowe's plans. Um, I mean, what's it like when a, you know obviously we're playing quite a bit up until that point, Giles? When a, when a, when a new manager comes in, have you ever had it where a new manager's come in and then you've you've suddenly not been a part of the of the manager's plans all of a sudden? Yeah, I have, and it's it's not the the nicest feeling, but it happens in football, right? New managers come in, they want their own players, they might not, you know, football is all about opinions, right? So managers all have different opinions on players, and if if a manager thinks that you're not for him, then you've got to kind of respect his, his opinion because he's the manager, and like you said, he's now gone on loan. He's come to us. Um, so now he needs to kind of, you know, get his head down, uh, and like you said, you want to try and prove people 
prove people wrong, don't you? So he's got an opportunity now to to prove Ryan Ryan Lowe wrong. Yeah, I mean, look, he's, he's he's played what twenty games in all competitions this season. He started the first fourteen, uh, and then he's only had you know three starts in in the last twelve, and he's not even been in the squad in the last five. Uh, I mean, looking. Uh, looking on whoscored.com and he's saying that he's strong in the aerial duels and interceptions. He says that weak weak areas of you know, passing, tackling, which is a bit of a concern being a being a defender. Concentration as well. I mean, I don't know how much we need to read uh, read into that. But of of those games, I mean, I know you know average ratings. You can't really go by them. You know, they're not, they're not gospel as, as we spoke about like a couple of weeks ago. But um, his average rating is just over seven, which in comparison, only Bannon, Dunkley, Windass, and Luongo have, have got have got a higher rating. You know, uh, using the same sort of uh, stats and what have you. So it, it seems um, it seems like a decent size. Like I say, he's not someone I've oh, kind of know, know much uh, know much about really. But uh, uh, Ben's just uh, just joining us. How are you, Ben? You all right? Yeah, I'm all right, lads. Thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Uh, obviously, we're just talking about Jordan's story. Uh, what, what, what do you think about this signing? Think it's a, think it's a good signing for us. Um, yeah, I, like I said, I don't. I mentioned on WhatsApp. I don't think it were probably Moore's first, first choice. But um, players like Danny, but I've obviously had a better offer, and we as transferring bag, we might not be able to get him off the line. So it's Jordan Story's played a few games this season, as if he's been on bench all season. He, I think, he's... is. Has he played about twenty games? I think this season for yeah, that's for right. Plymouth. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's he's in and around. He's not he's not injured. He's he's probably match ready. So see see what happens. It's better having two centre backs to choose from than just one in it. I suppose. Yeah, I mean he's twenty four <laughs> years old, uh, six foot two. Uh, I can see obviously why you know he's good in the air if he's obviously using his height to a to his good a good advantage. Um, you, you mentioned Danny Bart there as well. Are, are you disappointed that we that we'd not signed him? Um, a, li- a little bit, yeah, because obviously when, when when names get thrown around, and again, he's someone who's 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 done well over the last um, fair few years for for like Wolves and and Stoke and stuff, and obviously he did well for us. But I think you've just got to you just got to move on pretty quickly, aren't you? He didn't, he, he didn't come, so you've you've, you've got to you've, you've got to see what else we've got, and hopefully the young lad who um, Jordan Story will, will will turn out to be a good. A good defender is to end at season. I mean, we'll we'll talk about Oxford a little bit later on, but just in terms of uh, you know um, Jordan Story that's come in, do, do you see him going straight into the side on Saturday, or or do you think we're going to be playing more of a the same side that played last week against Plymouth? Yeah, hopefully you want it. You want to see a um, you, you you want to see same same squad and same eleven and playing like they did against Plymouth, but you don't know our or up to Matt Fitness, someone like Mendes Lang is, do you know what I mean? You'd, you'd love him to play that sort of football every week, but when you've got 10 games in 30 days coming up, it's it's going to be probably too much for a minute. So if he does play 3-5-2, then Mendes Lang comes out, who's going to who's gonna take his place? If, should he pose injured? We've not really got many, not really got many wingers, have we? No, but in terms of, you know, Jordan's story, obviously he's a centre-back, do you think he's going to go straight in? Oh, um, if he, I don't if know, he, probably he do- not, no. Okay. I don't think they put much wrong on 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 Saturday. They didn't they didn't they didn't put much wrong. So I don't I don't see probably needs to come in straight away um, if we are going to be playing three five two. Like I said, Johnson, I think he did a good job, didn't he? Yeah, I mean he was one of the players that I picked out um, from from that game against Plymouth as, as someone who I thought played played really well. And I always 
we keep saying he's had his critics and what have you, but it's kind of um, proved everyone uh, everyone wrong. I mean, a, a player that we kind of forget about um, that that you know might be coming back to is obviously Lewis Gibson as well. Obviously, I know he, he played what half a game and went off injured against Bolton, but he's someone that you know if he does come back to us, I know he's back training, he'll be. Um, It'll be like a, you know another another welcome addition to the to the squad. Um, Giles, I mean, it must be frustrating when you you know you go on loan and then pick up an injury because you know like Lewis Gibson, he's trying to obviously get his uh, get some game time. Obviously, he's not going to make it in the in the Everton squad, and then to pick up an injury like that, he must be he must be annoying. Yeah, it's it's definitely really frustrating. But again, this is part and parcel of the football. These things happen. You know, you just got to be uh, mentally strong come back as as quickly as quickly as you can and uh yeah make yourself make yourself available as, as as fast as possible yeah i mean just i'm just just staying on uh, on jordan's story uh, i know owls analytics is in the in the room but he's done a a piece on uh, on jordan's story um that, that he put out on his twitter earlier on so just if you want to go and have a have a read of it then you can uh, you know Click on his uh, click on his profile and and have a look there. Just uh, it's quite interesting to see that you know he's got um, you know I've mentioned a few of his strengths, but you know he's put down a reliable ground defender, um, <clears throat> athletic with no injury concerns. Just wait until he plays a few games at, at Ulsbury, then he'll he'll soon pick up an injury, I'm sure. Uh, you know, reliable and recovering and intercepting the ball. Um, he's got any any weaknesses, limited offensive ability, but you know it, I suppose it all depends on whether we're going to be. Playing that, you know, playing the ball out from the back, like we have, like we have been doing, or we're going to be, you know, knocking that, uh, knocking that on the head. Just to read his uh, his overview. Uh, Jordan Story is currently operating above a League One level, but not doing enough to cement a regular Championship position. Probably hence why he's uh, why he's been sent out on loan. He's probably a low tier defender for the Championship uh, League One. Um, league One is a lower standard of of league compared to the Championship, uh, and he would expect a better performance. On his data here, um, Owls Analytics has just joined us. Um, how are you, mate? You all right? I'm all right, mate. Yeah, all good. Good, good stuff. Yeah, so we're just talking about uh, about Jordan's story. What do you? Obviously, you've done a done a piece on him. What do you? What do you think? Is he a good signing? Well, we're just going back up because he was. Well, obviously, we're having a look at my report, and yeah. uh, you were sort of saying about obviously his weaknesses. It just, I guess, just sort to bear in mind. I know I said sort of limited offensive ability. You got. We've got to bear in mind what Preston have been playing like for the last how many years. Uh, I'll be, well, there's no one in chat as Preston fan, but it, not particularly nice, is it? It's not It's not always been offensive football, and that's why they've swapped some managers out for, for Ryan Lowe in it. Uh, so, it's, end of the day, he, he, somebody starts all going to look a bit, uh, particularly on offensive side, they're going to look a bit dreary, I think. Um but uh, I mean, I mean that's no excuse, but uh, it, it might go some way to explain what some of his outputs in Championship this season. Yeah, I mean, obviously you, you do a lot, you know, a lot of stuff. You look at a lot of players and, and things like that. Is it um, obviously the stats don't always give the give the full picture, do they? Sometimes, you know, the old-fashioned watching a player, you know, gives you a different different outlook, doesn't it? Oh yeah, def- definitely, mate. Yeah, got to do. Uh, definitely got to do both. Got to do the eye test, aren't you? And then you got to follow up with data or whatever. So uh, yeah, no, hundred percent agree with that. Really, yeah. I mean, do, so do, when he, sorry, James, I was just going to say, when he does get into the team, if he does, who who do you think um, he'll replace? 
Um, it's a t- it's a tough one. I mean, obviously, before the four two win, you know, we'll be saying, "Oh, put him in anywhere." Like, you know, we need to, you know, stop the stop the rot. You know, the the five nil defeat and, the, and then the one nil defeat at Shrewsbury. But it, it'd be very harsh, um, you know, to, to you know, there's Johnson, Palmer, and, and Hutchinson who, in you know, the, the game on uh, on Saturday played all played very very well, obviously. <laughs> Johnson. Yeah, I wouldn't expect him. I wouldn't expect him to change the team uh, come Saturday. To be honest, because the performance was such a such a good performance, I think he will keep the same team if there's no injuries. But I'm just moving forward. Like like um, Ben said, you've obviously got players like Mendes Lang that hasn't played a lot of football that might not be able to play. You know, Saturday, Tuesday. Yeah. So if he was to come in. Where where do you think he'll like? I just I'm just trying to think where he will fit in in the sense of will he take Hutchie out? Is he going to move Johnson to left wing back? Uh, what what do you think he'll do? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, Jordan's a right right footed centre back, so I don't, I don't think he's going to be playing on the you know on the left hand side. But then then you're looking at like you know Hunt Hunt had a good game on Saturday, um, but can he? You know, he's, he's knocking on a bit. Um, is he going to be able to play all these games that are that are coming up? Palmer, I mean, Palmer's just Palmer, isn't he? He, he just puts a solid performance in week in week out. He doesn't seem to have any any injuries. I don't I don't want to jinx him or anything like that. It's going to be a tricky one. I think I don't know whether I mean I don't know what's being said with Plymouth with uh, Preston. Sorry, uh, whether. Um, I know obviously there was issue with Corbiano and not having enough game time and and things like that. I don't know whether the same's been been said about about Jordan whether he's expected to play, you know, x amount of games or or whatever. I mean, being a right footed, I don't think he's going to be playing in Johnson's position. He's, he's more going to be playing, um, you know, next to Hutchin next to Hutchinson. It's, it's a diff- it's a difficult one. I think you you know you probably put him instead of Palmer and shove Palmer out. On the right, maybe I, I don't know. I mean, it's um, you know we've 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 brought in a centre back, but I'm not sure. I mean, are we going to we possibly change the system? I don't know. I've I've absolutely I've absolutely no idea where he's uh, where he's going to play. I mean, where where would you where would you slot him in, Giles? Um, well, it's, like you said, after before uh, the weekend you would have said he would have 100% come in because we were playing so poorly. But after that performance, it's kind of now put a little spanner in the works uh, because at the moment, I wouldn't put him in. I'd obviously give the, the same team another another go on Saturday. But then I think if he's coming in, maybe we go to a four at the back. Potentially, it could be Hutchie and, and Story at the cent- uh, at the both centre-backs spots. Or he stays in a three. And like he said, you know, if he's a right-sided, they might move Palms to the left side, play Story, Hutchie, uh, Palms. Um, but then again, I, I, I honestly I don't know. Listen, it's always good to have another body in with you know with short, with short in centre backs, right? With injuries, so it's always good to to bring in a new face. But I'm just not sure, you know, at the moment after the performance, where he's actually going to play. Yeah, of course. I just want to bring uh, Paul into the uh, show. Paul, mate, how are you? All right? I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm, do, do you live in your car, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? I'm always going somewhere, aren't I? I, I, I should live in a car, actually. I should live in a car. It'd be a lot cheaper at the minute we rent. <laughs> no. Yeah, mate. Well, obviously, we're talking about Jordan's story. Uh, do, you think, do you think he's a, a good addition? Obviously, we've got a, a centre-back in. We've all been crying out for a uh, for another, yeah, another centre-back. So. I've got a couple of 
couple of mates at Preston fans that like rave about him a little bit. You know, he's a young lad. He's strong. He's quick. He's got good feet. Uh, he looks like the, the sort of like centre back that can play out from the back. I remember like watching a couple of them, and I'm like, obviously we all have going on. No, just just boot it. But I think this lad can play out from the back. I think what what uh, Koki was saying a minute ago makes complete sense to me. I, I think I think he'd move Palmer to the left hand side, get Marvin out of the way, get him on the left, put Mendes on the right. And you know what? I have a couple of proper wingers because I think Palmer's better at left on the left-hand side. I don't know why. I just feel like he just has a bit more about him. I, I wouldn't like to see him where Hunt's playing because, all due respect to him, I think he's a great lad. But I, I don't think Crossing's his weakest, his strongest, his strongest part really. I, I'd like to see him just bombing on a left-back sort of way. Yeah, I mean, um, obviously, you know, we missed out on on Danny Bar. Um, is that something that you're a bit disappointed about? I read an article today about Sunderland potentially off- offering him like I think it, it, I don't know how true this is, but it made a little bit of sense really. At 31 year old, my mate said to me, "Why on earth do you sign 38 uh, year old Phil Jagielka to replace Danny Bach?" So that's worrying straight away. So I thought that's that's quite a good point. Why would you sign a 38 year old to replace Danny Bach? He's not getting any game time. And then I looked at what apparently Sunderland have offered, if it's true. They've offered him an 18-month deal with a one-year extension at 31. I mean, you know, I don't know. Giles is a pro. You'd take it, wouldn't you, if Wednesday can only offer you till the end of the season because of, uh, I don't know, contracts or whatever you can. You can't do anything at Hillsborough at the minute. You can only have loans. I mean, you'd be daft if you didn't take it, wouldn't you, really? Yeah, yeah, listen, if I don't know how true that is, but if he has been offered, potentially, that's a two-and-a-half-year deal, right? At 31... At 31, listen, it's getting it's getting tougher now. Once you get into your 30s, it's getting tough for you know for clubs to give out two three year deals. So, listen, I, it's a hard one, right? Sunderland, are, listen, Sunderland are flying. Um, it's another massive club, but for me, the fans the fans love him in a way, don't they? Because of what he did last time he was last time he was here, it doesn't always end up you know, good to come back to the to the team that you've you've already played for. But I don't know, I think maybe if that's true what you're saying, then maybe that's kind of swayed him more to, to go into Sunderland. It's uh it's only what I read. I mean but it was uh, I think it's uh one of the online things on Twitter. Um I can't is it the examiner or something or the, anyway it was it was something that was quite interesting. But I know we're remembering Danny Bott being a twenty two, twenty three year old, but you know, he's thirty one now, which is obviously not old, but you know why Stoke all of a sudden like lost interest in this commanding centre back? You know that's But you know what, Paul? To be fair to him, he hasn't actually really been, you know, a, a number one like starter for Stoke. He's played a few mm. games. I know he was captain, but he, for the majority, I would say he's kind of been in and out. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a shame, so, isn't it? Because well, everybody thought he'd, you know, maybe. I mean, listen, if you can have a career in football, you know, you've done well. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's obviously, like you say, it's, it's, it's really, really hard. But the one thing that I take from this is, I think Sunderland are going to bottle it anyway. Because they always do, don't they? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> the wheels are, wheels are going to fall off anyway at some point. They've already started, aren't they, with Maguire, which was class, by the way. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just quite, yeah, we'll see. But yeah, I mean, just, just on, uh, cheers, Paul. Cheers for that. Uh, just, oh, um just on another, a few other players that have been uh, linked as well. Um, 
there's been Rayhan Tullock from from West Brom uh, forward. Obviously, that he'll probably um, take up the void that that, that Corbiano left behind. Uh, he's someone that played under Darren Moore at West Brom and also at Doncaster. I only played once uh, at Doncaster. And, and suffered quite a bad uh, hamstring injury, which kind of ended his uh, his loan there. But <clears throat> could be reunited for a for a third time. Um, Giles, does that play a big plot? A big part, like into, you could be you know best footballer uh, around, but is it sometimes like it's, it's like who you know, not uh, not what you know? Um, In terms of like if you if you've you know if you've played for a, for a manager before and they go somewhere else, you know. And they and they like you. They're, they're more likely to bring you in. Well, yeah, definitely. Like you said, it's all about opinions, right? And if Moore's had him before, and he performed for him, Moore knows what he's about. Then, of course, that's what managers do. You, you see, uh, over the course of seasons, how many times managers re-sign players that they've had before because they know that they can trust them. They know what they can do. Um, so, yeah, of course that happens, and of course that that helps. Um, so, listen. I don't. I, we don't know if it's if it's true in the sense of it's going to happen. But I, again, I don't really know much about that player at all. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, neither do I. I mean, twenty twenty year old. He's hardly played any uh, senior football. Um, but you know, but I'm he's... sure more seen him if he was with the twenty threes. I'm sure. I'm sure more knows knows the player very well. But you'd like to, you'd like to think so, and you know, well enough to, to, to obviously. Well, he didn't try and bring him at Doncaster. He brought him. He just had a had an injury, which um, which which didn't help. Um, if you if you've got by the way, everyone that's listening, if you want to join us, then uh, you know press that request to talk button on the bottom left. We're obviously talking about the transfer rumours, uh, but we can you know we can talk about anything you want. We can, we can even go back to the Plymouth game. Uh, and also, know we've we've spoken about that at length on the on the podcast. Um, we can also. Uh, talk about uh, the upcoming game with uh, with Oxford um, Kieran Brennan's contract extension the under 18s uh, we'll talk about anything you want or even if you've got a, a question for, for Giles as well you can uh, you can have your say and if you if you don't want to have a chat you can just you can always uh, tweet us as well at um, obviously make sure you mention us and we'll uh, we'll read out the the tweets as well I mean there's another an, another name that's been thrown around there Hayden Roberts 19 uh, year old defender from uh, from Brighton he was obviously on loan at Rochdale last season. Now the um, Brighton manager uh, Graham Potter has come out and said that he is available um, for for loan. So be interesting to see if we, if that one um, gets over the line. You know, six six foot, um, another centre back. Do, do you think we need another centre back, Giles? Do you, obviously, we've brought one in. Do you think? Do you think we need another one? Giles, are you there? Uh, well, again, I don't know how far off the injured boys are. What with I, yeah, I, I offer. Uh, you're just breaking up there, Giles. But yeah, this I offer who apparently is. Sorry, still, mate. Can you hear me now? Yeah, can you hear now? Yeah, I offer still a few, um, a fair few weeks off coming back. I know we said we got told January, but you know we're we're already past the middle part of January and it's still nowhere to be nowhere to be seen. But but yeah, I mean, do do you think we still need more cover? I don't personally think we need another centre back. No, I think now we brought one in. Um, I think we're all right in that department. I think possibly we need a striker. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's kind of the main, the main 
position we we need to be honest with you. Um, trying to look, trying to think about the squad, what we what we have. I don't think we need a midfielder. Um, yeah, no, I th- I'd say striker. I'll be honest with you. I'd say maybe a wing back, maybe a wing back. Yeah, I just want to. I just want to bring uh, Ben in, Giles. Ben, mate, how are you? All right. Yeah, spot on, uh, you guys. Good, good. Yeah, well, all good. Thanks. Obviously, um, obviously, we brought in Jordan's story. We're just, uh, you know, uh, after being linked with a, with another centre back as well. Do, do you think we need another centre back, or do you think we? Are you, are you, are you happy with you know the signing that we've just made? Well, trust me, mate. I'd, I'd get another one in at least one more because so you don't know. Even if I offer comes back, you're taking what you reckon what two or three weeks to start even getting anywhere near match fit, and then. We've got Sam Hutchinson and we love Hutch to bits when he was awesome again at the weekend. But how many games is Hutchinson going to play before he gets injured again, pal? And as much as I've got to say, you know, Marvin Johnson's done brilliant at the back filling in, we are still going to concede, pal. So for me, I think we do need another centre-half, at least one if not two. But again, how long is Dunkley out for? Is he out for quite a while? Or... Um, that's if that's all we've heard. It's going to be a while. I don't think they put any yeah. um, any time on it. Which you know, um, read into that as much as much as you want. Really, I don't know how long how long that's going to be. Which is a shame because they were playing yeah. well, weren't he? Until they until they got injured. Um, you know, prove the, crit- the only problem I'd wrong. say is, if we, sorry, James. The only problem I'd say is if we did bring another centre back in in about let's say six weeks. When the other, like Dunkley, potentially could be back, Ayorfa's back, we could end up with a lot of players. And then the problem is with that, Giles, is if we if you don't come back or they get injured straight away, it's going to be short, mate. For me, I'd rather bulk up a bit and for what the last three or four months of the season, make sure we've got a squad capable, mate. Because as I think conceding got, I mean, I know we won four to at the weekend, conceded two goals there, and as I said, we're terrible at Sunderland so for me I think we need to bulk up that squad a bit mate to the back just to be on the safe side because yeah yeah, we're lying to stay fit yeah that's a a, a good a good point Um, I mean do do you think we need Giles has mentioned you know he's bringing a bringing a striker or a or a forward would would you agree with that yeah I mean no respect to Barry you know he's lazy for me he don't want to be here I mean I saw it when he worked West Brom Wait, a move to Spurs, he, he got turned down for, and ever since then, he's done nothing, mate. He's just lazy. I mean, went to shows with the week, and I, I saw the team was at two o'clock, and I'm thinking, he's starting to chuck it down with rain. We need a response. He's playing Berahino, and he did exactly what I thought when he was strolling around, no effort. So, for me, yeah, I'd say, yeah, maybe another body to just send to work on. Because, I mean, you look at Lee Gregory, I mean, at weekend, I know he didn't score, but I thought he was phenomenal. The work where he puts him is he's left, right, up, down. He's non-stop for 90 minutes, mate. So, for me, yeah, I need another Lee Gregory type. He's just going to put a shift in and, and I said, just back us up a bit. Because I said, because if you get an injury, I mean, we lose Gregory up top. For me, we're, we're screwed, mate. Yeah. So... Uh, I just want to uh, just want to move on to this weekend. Obviously, we will take on uh, Oxford United uh, away from home. Uh, they're what sixth, I think they are, just in the in the playoff places, uh, three points uh, ahead of us. Um, now, obviously, you know, we spoke about it being a being a six pointer. Um, I mean, I've just spoken to Simon from the Fence End Fence End Pod. Uh, Obviously, you'll be able to listen to that uh, episode tomorrow morning. Uh, you know, we're talking about a few players to watch. You know, they've got Matty Taylor who scored twelve goals and and five assists. Uh, James Henry, who 
yeah, scored that uh, what ninety third minute winner uh, when they when they played us <laughs> in in, uh, in October. Now I've just put a, a poll out there. Um, you can see it at the top there. If you're on the Twitter Spaces, you know, will Darren Moore make any changes to the side that that beat Plymouth? You know, yes, yes or no. So have you have you said it's only up there for for ten minutes? Um, I mean, we've we've already briefly touched on it, but. But Ben, do you think Darren Moore's going to make any changes? Well, first of all, would you, if you were manager, would you make any changes? And then, secondly, not. And then, secondly, do you for think Darren Moore will? For me, I always believe if you put up in a performance and you've won, you scored four goals, or you conceded a couple, you keep your winning side, mate. For me, because um, if he changes it and we get hammered or we, you know, we lose and play poor, it's going to be getting stick again. So for me, he's got to forget the opposition. No respect to Oxford, okay, they're a good team, but so was, we're a good side as well, mate, we've got a good here, play like we did it against Plymouth, no fear, and get out of mate, just go for a win, uh, because if he starts thinking about them, sitting back and, ooh, we've got to stop there, man, you know, no, it's all about us now, mate, until end of season, we've got to stamp his authority, forget about the opposition, it's about Sheffield Wednesday, we've just got to go for it, and, and I've got a feeling he will change it, because you know what he's like, he does, but he can't I mean, he's got to keep that same side mate we, we played so well you know going forward we're free flowing why change it there's just no need yeah I mean I, I, I totally agree but I think there's another part to that question do you think Darren Moore will make any changes <laughs> he probably will I, I can see him doing it he'll probably bring that maybe that new lad in um, but I don't know for me he shouldn't do but I can see him doing it because he does it every game mate doesn't he he's, he's a tinker man and it's what he does so but again if, if he does and it don't work, mate. He's going to get a lot of flack, so it's on his head if he does. So yeah, yeah. Giles, do, do you are you, are you old fashioned as uh, as Ben says? Would you, do you um, are you one of them that if you've you know, if you've had a good game, you've had a, had a good decent win, do you, you expect to play? You expect to play in in the next game? Yeah and no. The reason why I say that is because if if we were you know putting in good performances prior to the Plymouth game then potentially he could, you know, change it. But like Ben said, you can't change a team that put a performance in like that when prior to that, Shrewsbury, we were poor. He said about Berrinio just, you know, walking around, strolling. Before that, you know, we put another poor performance in. So it's not like we've been playing well over the last few weeks. So for me, he's got to keep the same team, especially what Ben said in the sense of if he does change it, and we lose, or we don't put a good performance in, the, the fans are going to batter him. The fans are going to batter him. So why, for me, why change it now when we've been playing poorly, we've now just... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Put, put a really good performance in. Stick with the team. And let's try and, you know, get some momentum uh, and, and kick on. It's, it's going to be a massive, a massive four, four to six weeks for me. 
that will will kind of we'll see uh, over the next six weeks we'll see whether or not in my opinion if we'll be in the playoffs well yeah in them six weeks we've got i think what 11 games i think it is it's something ridiculous you know you know, playing Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, all the way through through February. And I think you're right there. You know, come I think come the middle part of February, we're going to see kind of um, you know if we pick, if we go on a bit of a run and and win his next two, three, four games or so, then we're going to be well in you know well in with the shout on the on the flip side. If we you know if we're just picking up draws and a few defeats here here and there, then then yeah, we're gonna we're gonna struggle because you probably find that a few sides are gonna you know. Um, propel themselves up that league and, and you know and, and start getting away from us which you know hopefully they they don't do uh, going to come to you uh, I'm going to call you other Ben Ben Chiker. Um what, what do you think you know is more going to make any changes if 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 so like where do you think the changes are going to come uh, I don't know it's one of them and you try and you try and guess what team is and and stuff and it, it never ends up being what you what you want it to be but yeah I I, I hope he don't, because like I say, you you, you want to keep that momentum going. But I think it's just a, a few players that haven't played a lot, like Mendes, Lang, and Hunt. You don't know how how fit they are. Do you? Do you know but Ben, I mean? you know, sorry to interrupt you, Ben, but if if we had a Tuesday game, you know, yeah. yesterday, then I could kind of understand. But we, you know, it's a Saturday, Saturday. They've got yeah, a week, yeah. week to recover. I, for me, there's there's no excuses there with players not being able to play Saturday, Saturday. No, no, but there's not many times when we've we've kept the same team two games in a row, is there? Yeah, yeah, that's true. So when when you when you look when you're in middle of January and you've you've not put same eleven for more for for two three games in a row, then it's it's probably going to happen. But what I would say is, is have we have we performed like that this season at home? Because I'm hearing I didn't go to the game, but I'm hearing that that's that that's definitely the best performance at home this season. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it it were a great performance. You know what I mean? It were it were one that you wanted to you wanted to be at. And we, we were waiting for that. So hopefully, like I say, all this that like we're saying, yeah, you, you're going to see team sheet at two o'clock on Saturday. And it's going to be exactly the same as it were last week. But like you say, yeah, yeah as as fans, you want to see the same eleven. But what's happened from September till now, you, or August, should I say? You know that there's always a a change or two here and there in the book. Like I say, it could prove us all wrong and. We could uh, uh, we could get same same eleven for the next three or four games in a row. So fingers crossed. Well, I think there's more chance of winning lottery than uh, <laughs> than that happening. To be to be perfectly honest, Ben. Um, if you want to get involved again, press that request the talk button uh, and, and have you say, or you can just tweet us as well. Obviously, make sure you mention us at WTID Pod, uh, and I'll read some of those out. Obviously, we're just talking about uh, uh, Oxford this this weekend and whether uh, whether you think Darren Moore is going to make any changes and, and whether you make. Uh, changes as well. Uh, I just want to bring uh, Dimmy up. Uh, Dimmy, how are, you, how are you, mate? You all right? Yeah, good, mate. Cheers. How you doing? You all right? I'm fine, thank you. Um, go on then. Obviously, Oxford this uh, this weekend. Um, would you would you just stick with the same side? Yeah, I think you've got to stick with the same side after the performance last Saturday. Uh, to make any changes, I mean, obviously, we don't see what goes on in training, um, but to make any changes for any players that's fit is going to absolutely destroy their confidence. Right? Like, it's, what have they got to do to to retain their place? I think is 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 the big thing. Whether we will make any changes or not, I mean, who's got a crystal ball? Um, like <laughs> I said, we haven't seen what's going on in training. If anyone's got any little knocks or niggles, um, he's going to want to keep them fresh for the. For the ten games in thirty days, I think. Um, so, I'm with you on yeah. that. I'm with you that, mate. I think the only chance I think of the team changing, in my opinion, is if someone picks up a knock this week in training. I think otherwise, 
he's got to keep the the, the same eleven. Yeah, I mean, um, Dimmy, obviously one player that played against Plymouth who probably you know raised a few eyebrows certainly when he when his name was announced on the team sheet was obviously Silla So. Uh, what did you think of his performance? Did you think, obviously, you know, you've already said that you, th- you think we should play the same same side, but did you know what? What did you think of him? I thought he played. I thought he played well for the first uh, forty odd forty odd minutes. Um, I'll be honest; I was actually working as well as watching the game, so it was kind of multitasking. But um, it, I'm glad he got his goal. Um, I think maybe a change at half time. I think he just was lacking that match fitness by. Uh, early in the second half do you know what I mean he just he just kind of slowed up a little bit for me but um so maybe maybe I, I mean I'd start him and then bring on Windus maybe a little bit earlier um kind of around the uh 55 60 minute mark that would probably be my uh okay my che- recommendation cheers Dimmy um I just want to bring Nick up as well uh Nick how are you mate you all right yeah, good. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me on. No problem. Uh, obviously, yeah, we're talking about uh, Oxford this weekend. What uh, in in terms of the, the the team and what have you? What do you what do you want to have to say? Yeah, I just I just think he's he's damned as if he does, and he's damned if he doesn't. If that makes sense, I think if if he doesn't change the team and we don't perform like we did on Saturday, there's going to be a lot of calls in a sense of you've gone to attack him. Why are you playing Mendes Lang when we're away from home when he's not really a fullback? And he's playing up. Why are you playing Sal when and Windass is on the bench and stuff like that? Um, I think I would like to see Windass get more of a game because I think when he has been on, um, he has been a, a proper game changer. In a sense, Saturday um, when he came on against MK Dons, I think he offers what we need. And I think if if we'd have had Windass fit all year, we'd certainly be higher at the table in terms of what he brings to the team. So. Yeah, I think it's a tricky one. I think you go away, and if I just can't think that you'd expect us to be as attacking as what we were against Plymouth at the weekend. I mean, obviously, you mentioned there Windass coming in. Uh, would that be what, a straight swap for Silaso, or would, would it be someone else that makes way? Uh, I think it's tricky because I think so is in the league. Saturday was his best game. Apart from that, he's turned up in the cup games a lot against a lot of low opposition. Um, I think Sal would be good to bring on. And again, if you can play him in behind Gregory, just for that pace he offers, maybe when the defence is tiring a little bit. I think he's definitely a really good addition up against Gregory because I think if we play Canberra and Gregory, they're both very similar, very good with the backs to goal. But they don't offer that in-behind kind of pace, if that makes sense, like so offered at the weekend. Um, but again, I think Windass offers that as well in that 10 role. Yeah, uh- so. Cheers for that, cheers yeah. for that, Nick. Uh, Giles, just want to come to you. You know, Nick just mentioned there about you know, um, don't expect to be playing that attacking away from home. Why does it make such a difference whether you're playing at home or whether you're playing away? Can't you just play the same home and away? Well, I think it all depends on how the opposition play. Obviously, we're coming across, we're coming against Oxford that are a you know a very consistent team for the last couple of seasons. They've 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 been right up there, so I can understand his his point to a certain extent where we we go too attacking away from home and we, we leave ourselves a bit vulnerable, you know, at the back. But then again, I can understand your point, James, saying, well, why can't we just play how we played against Plymouth and just go for it? Which that would be more, that would be more me. I think we should just go for it now. Um, if if we can score more goals than, than them, we win the game, right? So I think... But, but, is, only, it, but yeah. is, a, is a player like... 
why does it make why does it make a difference? Because it happens all the time. You have a you know you, you, teams play one up top when they when they're away from home, try and like you know pack out the midfield, etc. Not saying that that's what we do, but you know, that's what that's what teams do do and managers do. Well, but, it, but what, it could be because obviously Oxford, you know, might be very good going forward, so they don't want to you know leave themselves vulnerable at the back by going a bit too gung ho. Um, if you know what I mean, because their their attacking threat can cause problems, so that, that that could be the reason. But I'd like to to think. Listen, we've got we've got the confidence from Saturday. We've got the momentum. Let's let's literally let's take it to Oxford uh, and see and see what we can do. I, going back to his point again uh, with you know Silasau and Josh Windas. To be honest, I I completely forgot about Josh Windas. <laughs> yeah. uh, honestly, because obviously the performance was so good. I know he came on. Um, and scored his goal but yeah Josh Windass would be one that would be knocking on the door I'll be honest with you because he's such a good player but is he is he ready to start I don't know I don't know if he's ready to start yet that's one and two it, it would be harsh on 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 Silasau to, to come out of the team you know I, I, I know he hasn't played many games and I heard that they was talking about he's, he's played against the you know in the cups against lower opposition but let's let's go on what he's just done, and he and he's done well. He performed well in a team that put a very good performance in. So I think he has he, he should be given the opportunity to to do that again. And yeah, of course, Windas is a very very good player, but he's there like fifty five minutes, sixty minutes if 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 things are you know not going to plan or or you know he's looking tired. Then we can we can bring Windas on. Yeah, brilliant. Cheers, Giles. Um, I just want to bring uh, Maggie into the conversation. How are you? You all right? Yeah, I'm good tonight. Good, good stuff. What, what is it you want to have to say, Maggie? Are you there, Maggie? I don't know where Maggie's uh, Maggie's gone, but uh, but yeah, if you know, for, for me, in terms of you know, what side are we going to? Uh, Oh, we're going to play this weekend, yeah. Um, it's 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 good that Darren Moore's got this bit of a headache as to where he's going to play. You know, Josh Windass, whether Josh Windass is going to start. You know, whether the um, whether Jordan's going to come straight in and and play it play at centre back. It's uh, it's good to have those those options because for much of this season, we you know the, the side's pretty much picked itself in terms of the in terms of the injuries and 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 whatnot. Um, I've just. Just uh, on the on the poll as well, by the way, seventy six percent of the people uh, that voted said that more will make changes this uh, this weekend. So sticking with the mm, theme that, wow. um, I mean, obviously the question was, will Darren Moore make changes this weekend? Not whether we would make changes. So I think that's two two totally different questions. I think, like, think you know, Bennett the nail on the head. He said that you know we've not uh, played the same the same side. Um, for you know, for for two weeks, for, for two games in a row at all this season, even at the start of the season when we, um, you know, when we got four, four or five games unbeaten at the at the start, four wins and on the bounce, uh, even then we were we were making making changes. I suppose you could have said that he's tinkering with the side at that at that point. And he didn't know his his best eleven, but you'd like to think that um, that now, like I said, after that after that four one four one win, it would um, it would. Play I would a... love to know. I'd love to know what changes people think he he will make i know they've said that but what what personnel do they think they think josh windas will come in they think that the story will come in but who who are they coming in for 
I'd love to know. Yeah, I mean, uh, David Benton's just uh, just tweeted. He's just, he's, I'm guessing this is on the on the question <laughs> when I said, "Why can't you play the same at home uh, than than away?" He's putting, you know, you, you don't have the support like you do at home than than you do when you go go away from home. Does does that make a, a difference, Giles? When you when you go away from home and you've you're up against you know all the, you know, the everyone talks about the fans being the being the twelfth man and and what have you. Does that make that much of a difference? Uh, yeah, I think it does. Sorry, are you because my uh, my Wi-Fi? You know, it's not the best. What, what were you <laughs> were you talking about from for for us? No, so obviously I was I was, told, I was saying why can't you play away from home the same as what you play at home? And and David's just saying you know the um, it's because you know the, the, he's saying that the support is is different as well. So um, you know when you're playing when you're, when you're playing in front of um, the the away fan. You know, the, their, their home you can fans. Still, you can still play. You can still play the same, can't you? Uh, and let's be honest, we 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 bring a an unbelievable following. Let's not forget that, right? So even though we're not at home, I don't know how many tickets we've sold. Uh, eighteen hundred, I think it is. But you, there you go. You know, so we're going to have a, a good a good support. So I don't really no, I don't think that that's the case. I think we can still put a, a, a very good performance in. And like I said, I'd like to see them play like they did against Plymouth and, and be, you know, be attacking and, and creating a lot of chances. I think that's what the fans want to see, don't we? We want to see them creating chances rather than sitting back and maybe trying to nick a goal from a set piece or, yeah. or clinging. Do you know what I mean? We, we, we're Sheffield Wednesday, right? So we want to, we want to see it. Yeah, we need, need, so. need, need to be on the front foot, def, definitely. And that's another thing I just want to, want to talk about. Um, yeah, get involved, press that request to talk button. Um, I'm just looking at the players that, that are out of contract at the uh, the end of this season now forgive me if some of these names are names are wrong but just going off what i've uh, from what i've seen i think uh, callum patterson um massimo luongo saido berahino jack hunt um shay dunkley sam Hutchinson, joe wildsmith um and adadoyin as well they're they're all um obviously alex hunt and brennan were on the list but they've this week they've uh, they've signed contract extensions out of those players uh who would you who would you keep, uh, and who would you, and, and who would you let go from from those? I think it's a bit too early to decide at the moment. It's been it's been a bit of an up and down season. So uh, for me, at the moment, I don't think I could. If I was a manager, I don't think I could offer a contract out to to anyone at the moment. I need to see over the next two three months how how the players perform if they stay fit. The Wongu's come in. He's been he stayed fit for for a few weeks now, hasn't he? And he's put in some great performances. If he can stay fit till the end of the season and keep performing like he like he has, then of course you you definitely offer him offer him one, right? Hutchinson again, similar to similar to Luongu. If he could if he can stay fit for the ne- for the next three months, then of course we know what Hutchie's about, right? He's he's kind of got into that Sheffield Wednesday, you know. He does it. He'll, he'll die for Sheffield Wednesday. The way he plays, he loves the club. So you'd like to think that he would get a new deal. But again, if if players are injured, you can't you can't keep offering players players contracts if if they're if they're not fit. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I'm I'm guessing obviously a big factor in that as well is is where we finish this season uh, and what division we're playing in in next season. Yeah, you know. Um, if we're if we get promoted and up to the championship, then you know, hundred percent, you're going to be you know. But the other the other thing on that then is is if we leave it too late, and players start performing well, 
what happens? They might get poached. You know what I mean? The agents might be on the phone to, to another club, and other clubs might be saying, listen, we'll give him X amount of money. So then it gets towards the end of the season. Uh, and Sheffield Wednesday don't want to offer, offer a contract. And they're saying, no, no, we just want to wait and see. And then they could fall into a category, uh, into a, a category of like, you know, two teams fighting fighting against each other, right? And then Chef Wednesday having to pay probably more money than than they would have had to if they had offered a contract two, three months earlier. So it is difficult. But for me at the moment, it's it, it's too hard to, to to start offering contracts out at this stage. How much is it playing your mind then, Giles, when when you're in a situation where you know your, your contract does run out at the end of the season, uh, whether you're playing or whether you're not playing, does it does does it ever play on your mind when you? When, yeah, it definitely plays on your mind, but it plays on your mind less if you're playing. Because if you're playing, you're always in the shop window, right? So you, yeah. even if Chef Wednesday don't, don't offer you a, a contract, you're playing. So teams are watching, scouts are watching. Um, so you're not really thinking that much. I think if you're not playing, then it can be a bit, bit more of a problem because you're thinking, shit, hold on. If I'm not playing, how, how am I going to get a move? If I'm not playing Chef Wednesday, are they going to give me a new deal? Because I'm not even getting into their first team. So I think it's more more for players that that aren't playing, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Ben, obviously you're still still there, mate. Um, who would you keep out of those lists? I'll, I'll just read them out again, and and anyone else, if you want to get involved, you can have a tweet us, or you can just press that request to talk button. Um, you know the players that are out of contract: Patterson, Luongo, Berahino, uh, Jack Hunt, uh, Dunkley, Hutchinson, Wildsmith, and then uh, Adedoyin as well. Uh, who out of those would you would you keep, and who would you definitely let go? Um. Like just, I don't know. It's tricky, isn't it? Because there's, I think, I think, I think players like Hunt. I think he's, I think he's had an all, he's had an all right season. If he can, if he can crack on now and get a few more assists and and that. And obviously, we've seen what what Dunkley, what Dunkley can do with. Um, is it obviously improved a lot from what he, from what he were? Um, I think with players like Massimo and Hutch, like say you want to keep them fit, and they're kind of like crowd favourites. So I think people like Massimo and Hutch, you're always going to want to. You're always going to want to keep them because they they like crowd favourites, aren't they? I mean, Hutchinson's passion and Massimo's just a, a, a class act. But if we are sounding negative, if if we don't go up, would them sort of players want to have another season in in League One? Yeah, and it's, so, it's interesting yeah. to see. You know, if I like say if we don't go up, who the, the players that are under contract as well, where how, how many they you know of those will get to, would get poached. Uh, I think you know Nick wants to have his say. Who, who out of those would you would you keep? If you had, obviously Giles sat on the fence and just swerved the question totally, but <laughs> but if you if you had to choose now from those, if it was the end of the season and you had to you know that's a pick, who out of those would you be keeping, and who would you said you know your time's up at, at Sheffield Wednesday? Yeah, I think Adedoyan. I think I'd give Adedoyan a contract. I know he's not. Um, He's not had much involvement, but he's a young lad, so I imagine he he's not going to be on mega books. So I'll probably keep him in terms. Of he could be a good prospect. Um, I know it's difficult, and he's not played much again. But probably Wild Smith, because unless we go up and we can all of a sudden spend money, we're not going to be able to keep Peacock Farrell. So we're only going to be down to realistically one keeper in Dawson. Um, I think it's really tricky sometimes with these because it's is it better the devil you know or better the devil you don't. Because we look at the players that we cleared out in the summer and everyone was like, great, it's a fresh start, it's a new beginning and what have you, we can we can bring in loads of players. But realistically, how many of those players that we brought in 
again, we haven't paid a fee, but they're probably on not bad money that have worked out. If thing like George Byers, not really seen much of him, and he was meant to be the possible replacement for, for Luongo, from what I understand. Lewis Wing, we know, has not done anything. Uh, numerous wingers we've brought in. Again, Corbineau's gone back. It's not worked out. Sal's just come in. So I think it's what Giles said. It's it's all the fitness issue. If you keep Hutchinson and Luongo fit, I think the other problem is if they are fit, I can't imagine us keeping them anyway because they're going to be looking for championship football, I thought. Maybe not Hutchinson because he's very loyal and he's come back again, but he likes Luongo. has been around for a while, but probably feels he can be better than League One. So... I think the, the I think the player hasn't worked out for him. The biggest shock is, is your best mate, James, in terms of uh, Berahino. And you know, I think when I first saw that name linked, it was like, wow, we're, we're being. You know, if you just said when he was in his West Brom days, that lad's going to be signing for Sheffield Wednesday in four or five years' time, you think that's that's mental. But for one reason or another, it hasn't worked out. So, so Berahino is the only one I think out of that list that you think, yeah, I probably wouldn't. But but the rest, again, which I was a little bit. I mean, James, are you saying right now, right? You're saying who would you give a contract right now to? Yeah, go on. Who, who would you, yeah, who, out of those, who's, yeah, who's so kind I'm of impressed? I'm not sitting on the fence here, mate. I'm telling you, <laughs> at the moment, I'm not giving a contract out to any anyone. Fair enough. Right now, no one's getting a contract. Fair enough. That's uh, that, that's. I mean, for, for me, you know, obviously, yeah, Berahino, his contract can just expire and he can just go back to wherever he's gonna gonna go back to. Um, you know. Hutchinson and, and Luongo, yeah, kind of what what you and uh, and Nick said. Um, I think it does make a massive. You know, if he can he can stay fit for the rest of the season, or at least for a, a large part of that, uh, the rest of the season, then they are integral parts to you know when when I think I put a put, uh, put a tweet out saying this season when uh, when Luongo's played, we've not lost. I mean, look, there wasn't a massive sample size. I think six or seven games that he's, uh, that he's played in, but you know, we, we've, we've won most of the games and drawn just, just two of the two of them that when he's, when he's featured. So he's an integral part. I mean, Callum Patterson's one that's a bit, I don't know, not too, not too sure. Um, I think he's, he's a, obviously he's a good utility player, but I think when, when everyone's fit, um, yeah, I, I don't think he gets in our in our best eleven. So it's whether or not he's he's going to be happy to to be there. But with Patterson, James, with Patterson, I think it all depends on money as well. Yeah. I don't know how much money he's on, but I think he's on probably a big, you know, on, on one of the higher bracket. I would say in the in the squad. For me, do you keep him on that bracket when he hasn't really done much this season? In and out of the team, it's difficult, isn't it, to give these players the same money if they haven't performed right you, you normally normally you'll get more money or you'll get the same money if you've done if you've done well if you've had a good season then you you're you're in the you're in the position to kind of say to 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 the club listen i deserve this i've done well i've done the, i've scored x amount of goals but if you haven't really you know done that well let's say it's difficult it is a it's a difficult one but i think like you said pato is a utility man. He can play in a number of positions. Um, well, I mean, I, just, I, I don't know how true this is. If you've got it's a website, salarysport.com, and, and on there, um, he's the second highest paid player at the club. Well, that's what I, well, I, that's what I thought. I honestly thought P- that P- he P- would P- be. Peacock, Peacock fouls on, tw- on 28 grand, reportedly. Uh, obviously, he's not our player. Um, then it's Barry Bannon, and then it's Patterson and Josh Windass both both on 12 grand a week so uh well there, there you go would you would you give patterson 12 grand a week for 
for next season. If he signs a two-year deal or three-year on, on, on 12 grand a week, it's a lot of money in League One. What what player can you get for 12 grand a week? Well, yeah, exactly. It's, you could know, probably it's... get two two players and put them on six grand a week each and get good players, in my opinion. But yeah, hundred hundred percent. Um, you, you, I've not really thought about the the wages scenario and things like that. After that, you know, budgeting does come into it, especially in in this day and age when there's you know there's not that much money floating around, is there? To just start, you know, throwing um, throwing big wages at, at players, especially when, like you said, you know, you look at uh, you look at how many games he's played. All right, he has played a fair a fair amount, but it's it's almost kind of been by default. He's just been putting in positions just because we're short in different areas. I think he's played pretty much every single position um in the I team. I think he's definitely a good I think he's definitely a good um a good squad player. Definitely but not, do you not, give, not so, that money. Do you, exactly. Do you give a squad player twelve grand a week in League One? Definitely not. Not you know. You, you, you you, your, your top earners need to be playing week in week out, don't they? So especially when you look at uh, Lee Gregory and and how influential he's been, and he's on you know less than half of what Callum Patterson's earning. So uh, so yeah, I think I think Gregory needs uh, needs Patterson's agent. I think <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna uh, gonna wrap it wrap it up there. Um, Massive thanks everyone for uh, for coming along. Unless anyone's got any questions for for Giles in the last uh, last couple of minutes, actually, I've, I have got one question that's just come in. I might as well read that one out uh, from Jimbo. Um, who do you think will start on Saturday up top with many players in contention? Also, who do you think should start when everyone is back fit? Uh, E.g., Gregory, So, Cambere, Windass, and Patterson. Um, I mean, I'll answer that one first. But for me, I think our best. The best, you know, the, the the strike partnership for me has got to be Gregory and, and Windass. I don't think we've seen it. Well, obviously, we, have, we haven't seen that that partnership much, or if at all, this uh, this season. But you know, when you've got someone like we spoke about, you know, Windass is when he plays, he scores. You know, he scored what three three goals, and he's hardly. I think he's only played four games, and and he's not not played all of them at, at that. Gregory with his hold up play, I think uh, I think they would for me. They would be the two that I would I would start. I think Silaso he's done nothing until until Plymouth, which um, you know which which obviously was a was a good game for him. But apart from that, he's not really not really. I suppose he's not really giving, being given a chance. But he's not he's not showing a great deal. Canberra, all right, he's you know what second highest goal scorer. He's he's done well in parts, but you know when you're comparing up against you know Windass, I don't think there's any any comparison. What 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 do you think, Giles? Yeah, well, the first question I'd say for Saturday, I'm keeping the same team, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I think that's what it should be. So that would be with Gregory and and, and Sal up top. Um, but then moving forward, I think Windas. Listen, you can't leave Windas out, in my opinion. If he's fit, if he's fit and 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 raring to go, it's got to be Windas and Gregory for me. And I'm sure that over the next, listen, we've got so many games in six weeks, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely not going to be the same team, even if we do perform perform well because like like someone else said earlier I can't remember if it was Ben some of these players they can't play Saturday Tuesday let's be honest so there will be changes but because we've got a Saturday Saturday game I think it's got to be the same team uh, but moving forward I think it, you, we will see Gregory Gregory Windus 
Yeah, I just I'll come to you, Ben and Nick, in a, in a second. But it just made me laugh there when you said about you know not being able to play Saturday, Tuesday. It just I just thought back to the uh, the interview that we did with uh, with Kavanaugh the other day, and they were talking about uh, Gary Medine with his tag <laughs> on his uh, on his leg, saying yeah, that. that was funny, uh, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> for, for those that are listening, so you know, it, it, he, could, but, he could only play four four games out of twelve or something. Yeah, he could play on a Saturday, uh, but if they were away from home and they were a bit too far away, then he had to be back for seven o'clock for his because uh, because of the tag because of the tag on his leg. And if they were playing away from home, um, well, he couldn't. Oh, he, he, he couldn't play Tuesday he could, night. Yeah, could he? He, <laughs> he couldn't play Tuesday night. So uh, yeah, that were uh, that were a good one. Uh, ben, go on then. Um, when everyone's fit, who's your who's your front two? Uh, Front to it, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely be, definitely be Gregory and Windass. Do you know what I mean? They're, uh, I think they'd, I think they'd complement, they'd, they'd complement each other. They played week in week out. Gregory can um, drop deep a little bit and play balls out, and he, he he gets in between defenders or gets in front of defenders. And and Windass is a, he can sometimes just make some happen out of nothing, can't he? Do you know what I mean? Don't just pops up and just one touch and just shoots, and it it, it just glued to back at net in it so but yeah definitely uh, Gregory and Windass I, w- I wonder if he's going to continue with that uh, you know no celebrate celebration and, and wind uh, wind <laughs> Liam up a bit more yeah cause... do you know what though I like I, I, I was saying to me something the other day I think it's like it, it's a bit of like it's a bit of arrogance and I, I like that sometimes it's you know if you, if you scored a goal at 18 18 yard box and all Wednesday players are going to come over to him and all opposition players are trying to get out of the way and then you've just got eight Wednesday plays just stood on your penalty spot and you're like, get out of the way, you fucking, you've just scored, get out, you know what I mean? I think it, <laughs> I, I like it in that sense because I think it, uh, celebrations are, are, are good to like sometimes piss off opposition fans and opposition players and that, do you know what I mean? People like Hutchinson scores and it's it goes mental and that, but other, other players score and they like to put fingers up to the mouth or cut their ears and I think Windass is like no celebration, just standing up is a, is a, is a, Fu kind of um, celebration. I like it. I don't know if you you play football, Ben, uh, at all. Obviously, we we spoke about celebrations on at the weekend uh, and what, and obviously, you know, mine being just the the boring Shearer celebration. What 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 is your celebration, or, or what would it be? Uh, I, I used to uh, I used I, I used to like Ravenelli when he used to just put t shirt of it of it head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that 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 were I didn't I did, I did score many like, but that were um, that were mine. Or Canu when he were at. Um, when he played for Arsenal, he played for Nigeria, and he used to do that like little weird, weird dance that a few players used to do. They'd like walk around in like weird circles. Just used to just do that. Yeah, I think someone someone tweeted um, earlier in the week saying, "Can't remember his name is now the, the Swansea player who used to do like, like crawl on floor like a lion or whatever." Can't remember who that was now, but uh, but yeah, there's, there's there's some weird weird celebrations. Go on then, Nick. Uh, I'll come to you before we before we wrap it all up. Um, so who's your are you are you in agree you know agreeing with uh, with all us Windass and Gregory your your front two? Yeah, I think so. You got uh, you got Gregory, who's very a very clever footballer. Um, if that makes sense, in a sense, he he can come short, he can go in behind, but he's very good at for a, for seeing a bloke who's not massive. He holds the ball up incredibly incredibly well with his movement, and then you have got Windass who can go in behind, and I think you got Camberry who. Yeah, he's he's like you say, second highest goal scorer, but he's not lit the league up. But he almost reminds me a little bit, and I don't mean to do him a disservice, but a poor man's at a new hue, and I'd have kept new hue personally. 
in a sense that if you can bring him on for the last 15 minutes, you've got players that are potentially being run ragged by Josh Windass and Gregory, and then you see someone who's just going to barge into you, jump for everything, you just think they're already worn out. So they're going to think, oh, Jesus Christ, what's coming here, if that makes sense. So I think your my top two will be uh, Gregory and Windass, and then you've got your options off the bench, but... Yeah, unfortunately not for your mate, Berahino. <laughs> yeah, you can stay well away. Uh, go on then. Um, what, what would your what would your celebration be? Look, look from your profile picture you're into a bit of a uh, was it? Um, yeah, it's hockey for me. Hockey, yeah. But what, what what would your celebration be? I think it's just a fist pump. Nothing, nothing more than that. It's always <laughs> a uh, yeah, nothing more. But interestingly, when you watch when you watch the football and you're at football and you get the respect from previous players who maybe don't celebrate, you, you watch the hockey and stuff. I don't know if, if anyone watches it, but they don't care. They just go mad when they score anyway. So <laughs> even if it's against previous teams, good good stuff. Well, uh, thanks everyone for uh, for getting involved. Really do uh, really do appreciate. Like I said, the the Oppo's view will be ready for you to listen to uh, tomorrow uh, tomorrow morning. I uh, spoke to Simon from the Fence End Pod, so get uh, an insight into uh, into Oxford. Who've yet a bit of a bit of a um, purple patch at the at the moment. Um, but yeah, um, thanks for joining us. Thanks for uh, listening, and uh, we'll see you all there. Uh, next week. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.